Konnichiwa, Komusta, and hello. Welcome to Where You're From, a weekly comedy history podcast by husband and wife team Max. That's you. And Hitomi. That's me. Each week we talk about each other's cultural histories. Yes. I'm British and you're... I am Japanese, Filipino, and Chinese. Good mix. And it's a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys are wondering how it's mixed with me. So to explain... Please do. My dad is Japanese, fully Japanese. Yes. And my mom is Filipino-Chinese. I have a Chinese granddad... And a Filipino grandma. Yes. And I think my Filipino grandma has a little bit of Spanish in her as well. Oh, did yeah. she know? Well, I think almost everyone in the Philippines has. Had a little bit of Spanish in them. Oh my gosh, that's my grandma. I know, a, lo- a lovely lady. You never met her. I'm not, but I'm sure she was. <laughs> she's, yeah. She's very short. She was very short. <laughs> Is that her legacy? <laughs> she was very short. Mamerta. Is that her name? Yeah. That's a pretty name. Yeah. I like that. Mamerta. Mamerta. Not Mamerter. Mamerter. Well, I'm trying to do it in a <laughs> Filipino accent. If you're going to say in a Filipino accent, it would be Mamerta. Mamerta. Ta. Ta. Mamerta. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> Sounded my Italian there. <laughs> Mamerta with my pasta. Ay, ay, ay. Well, my my uh, my family background. Mm-hmm. Uh, I d- I did look into it. Yeah. Yeah, I did the uh, the uh, forty one and me test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it came back uh, white. <laughs> yeah. Just white. a white sheet of paper. It was just a blank white <laughs> sheet of paper with a with an English stamp on it. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. S- seriously, my my family history just goes back to. Uh, Britain, 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 Middle England, Yorkshire, England, actually. Oh, really? Is where I'm from. And then a lot of my family, the Beckwith clan. Yeah. That's my family name, Beckwith. Moved North England to Newcastle. Mm, You're a Geordie. I'm not a Geordie. (laughs) My father's a Geordie. And most of my family are Geordies. Yeah. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) What are you saying? I'm not saying anything. Uh, yeah. I've never actually met most of, the, most of them. Any of them. You've not met any of them? Well, I did when I was uh, like uh, five years old. You couldn't remember any of them. Yeah. But I'm in touch with them. We'll meet one day. Mm. Big clan. That is our big trip next time, right? To Newcastle. Ah. Actually, I've got a question in that area. Mm. Before we get into our main subject today yes which i'm going to bring you very shortly so hold tight folks i've just got a little question okay and then for me for the audience well you can play along at home okay i mean call in if you know yeah uh yeah please call in and join in right our now. number is our number is 080-5963-6218-341 too many numbers. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> but just just type in some numbers and you'll reach us. <laughs> you know, that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. My question is, which is similar to what you were just saying, mm. is what, 
when the pandemic is all said and done. Yeah. Which maybe never. Oh, which rate, good news. I got my first jab this week. Well done. Yeah. It's a big achievement. It is in Japan. Yeah. And how did you get your jab? By lying. Shh, don't say it. Liar. No. Well, I'm going to say it. No. Because pretty much everyone is doing that anyway. People are doing it in all, all Western countries. You just bent the truth a little. You know, with your, like, i got an underlying... Condition. Condition. Underlying condition. I eat too much cake. Yeah. Me BMI is a bit too high. Well, it is true. Well, it is true. But I don't think you're in any danger. <laughs> If you were in a Western country, <laughs> you'd just be average. I'd be fit. <laughs> you'd be fit, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you're in uh, America, you'd be fit. I wouldn't. After tonight's meal. Uh, oh Monster Burger. Okay, what was your question? Sorry. Sorry, guys. Oh, Sorry, folks. I was, I was going into burger-related news there. <laughs> uh, I, better, I better just fill people in on this burger-related news. Okay. Because today, you went, sh- you went shopping while I was at work. Yeah. And mailed and uh, sent me a picture, messaged me a picture. Which we should post. Yeah, we'll post it on our in- Instagram, which is... WYF History Podcast. Boom. So many videos and pictures up there all the time. Yeah. Including our lovely dog. But you sent me a picture today while I was at work of this amazing looking burger. Called the Monster Burger. The Monster Burger. And I, I immediately said, get it for dinner tonight. I want it. But upon arriving home today, <laughs> the burger is the size of a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you tell in the picture? I was scared. When I should have put it. my hand next to it. It looked like a normal burger. I know. But when I saw it in real life. And when you saw the price as well, right? Because it was well cheap. 500 bloody yen. Yeah. 500 yenas. That's like $5. Yeah. Incredible. And it came with all extra. But I was, I mean,. I do love a burger. It's one of my favorite foods because uh, uh, I'm a child. Uh. But this burger intimidated <laughs> and scared you me. Were scared. I was scared to the core. <laughs> I hid behind the sofa. <laughs> Had to take about half an hour to, to get the courage to eat it. <laughs> Bloody burger. I did eat it though. You did eat it all. And I feel so sick. Except for the sidings. Because the, the, it came with french fries yeah. and two pieces of chicken. fried chicken. Oh my God. So cheap. It could have fed like an, a family of five. Yeah. Oh Seriously. Yeah. But Size you ate chicken. it all. Challenge accepted. Oh gosh. Challenge accepted. I know. I love it. Uh, question mm. that I had. Yes, yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> Words. When the pandemic's all said and done, you've got your jab. I've got my jabs. Yeah. We're immortal. Yeah. Delta can't touch us. Clearly. Please, that's misinformation. So, yeah. don't. What? I licked a lamppost today. <laughs> Good for you. I don't. Th- I think I'm all right. <laughs> got a bit of a sore throat. <laughs> but I'm all right. So when it's all said and done, uh, not where you're from, mm. where you're going to. Mm. Which country would you like to travel to first? If all time is open, yeah, everything's open. Yeah, everything's open. Money's no problem. Money's no object. Go. I would like to go to... I really want to go to Greece. What? But I, I, you know I love Greek mythology. 
but you know there are bloody malakas there. <laughs> I don't care about the people. I just want to go visit the places. Uh, greasy yeah. food. Oh gosh. Yeah. I just want to. I love Greek mythology. Ever since I was a little girl, yeah. I've always wanted to go to Greece. Uh, so what? What mythology are you going to see in Greece? I I want to Thor. see. What? Methuselah. Thor is not even Greek. Yeah. Spider-Man. I know nothing about Greek mythology. <laughs> well, that's why. Let's go. Yeah? And I want to see all the places. Oh, we're going to go like Brits on tour in, uh, in Greece. In Greece, yeah. 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 In Pagalagathon. I want to go and I want to stay at Santorini. You what? Santorini oh, that. Island. Yeah? Yeah. It's what? beautiful. What's that? It's beautiful. What's that? It's an island. Uh, what's on this island? It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Huh. It's good enough for I me. I think like out of like like ninety percent of like Michelin star restaurants are on that island. For Nine. the whole of Greece. Oh, I thought you meant for the world. Not the world, but for the whole of Greece. I think I read that somewhere where like seven out of ten Mm. Um, Michelin star restaurants are on that island. On the back of a napkin. <laughs> okay. We're going there. Why are you making fun of my dream? Because it's a silly dream. But we'll do it. We'll do it. Of course Why we'll do is it. Is it silly? Because I've never heard of you wanting to go to Greece. Because you don't listen to me. Well, of course not. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll go there one day. It's not top of top of my list. <laughs> Where uh, would you like to go? Puerto Rico. Why? Because uh, yeah, I've always wanted to go to Puerto Rico. Isn't it Costa Rica you always wanted to go? Is it? <laughs> it's one of these two places. It's because of... What? <laughs> the Rum Diary. Yeah. Book. Isn't it Costa Rica? Isn't it Puerto Rico? Isn't it Costa Rica? I, think I mean, the book's port- right there. I can see the book from here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, write on a postcard, if you know <laughs> which country the rum diary, Hunter S. Thompson, is in. I think it's Puerto Rico. Either way, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico. Yeah, it's Puerto Rico. Mm, you make me doubt myself. I don't know, because you mentioned Costa Rica before. Well, I'd like to go there as well. All right. But... Of course, my image of these places is kind of set in the 1960s and mm. very romantic. I think maybe now not so much. No. So, to be honest, I just like to uh, travel to England and the Philippines and visit, and visit familiar places that we haven't been to for like two or three years. I would love to go to England. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a magical tropical place now because I haven't been there for so long. I know. Yeah. 2016. The last, last time I went there. No, it wasn't. No, pop- you went. I popped over there about three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. For two days. Yeah. Little, little swing by yeah. via Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of a stand-up, I would love, stand-up comedy tour. Honestly, I would just love to go to England and or the Philippines. Oh, and we will. Mm. Where we go. Our next podcast. <laughs> Are you ready? I am ready. Because I have a doozy for you this week. Oh, yeah? Doozy of a topic. Oh, yeah? Should we do it? Yes. Let's do it. Music.
Okay, this week, I want to talk to you about massive racism in the Philippines. What? Or at least racism that did exist in the not-so-long-ago past of 1892. Ah, against the Filipinos. Oh, well, I'm talking about... I'm going to give you some hints. I think you've got it already. But I'm (laughs) I'm talking about white hoods, clansmen, and huge burning crosses. What am I talking about? KKK? I'm talking about the KKK in the Philippines. Mm. You sure? Not not that KKK. I know. It's such a bad, like, it's, yeah, what, yeah, I know. You know what I'm talking about. I do. KKK means something totally different in the Philippines. I know it does, and I'm going to talk about them today, okay? Yay! Yeah, I want to talk about the Kapipunan. Kapipunan? Hmm. You mean the Katipunan? That's a T. K-A-T-I. That's what I said. The uh, the, the Katipunan. You said Kapipunan. Like a Kapibara. Well, well, they're kind of the cute version. <laughs> Kapipunan. Kapibara oh, I, members of the Kapipunan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I may have typed a P instead of a T. <laughs> the, uh, sorry. The... Uh, <laughs> The Katipunan. Yes. Am I saying that right? Katipunan. Yeah. Who are also known as the KKK. Uh-huh. And what does it mean? <laughs> what does it stand for? I'll tell you that in a second. <laughs> Hold your horses. Yeah. And the KKK, the Katipunan, were the, they who were the Philippine Revolutionary Society founded by anti-Spanish Filipinos in Manila in... 1892. Mm. We're talking the uh, the revolution here. Yes. Revolution. Revolution. Huh? <laughs> we got lisp. <laughs> oh, that's how the Spanish would say it. Yeah, say it again. Revolution. <laughs> that's pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to get one thing straight. Yes. From the start. Mm. The Katipunan yeah. have nothing to do with the KKK. Zero. Those horrible clansmen of America that we all know and uh, despise. Yes. Of course. No. These KKKers were the good guys. Very good guys. Yeah. The bad guys were the Spanish. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the the Tagalog word... Katipunan mm-hmm. literally means association. Yeah. Okay. Which uh, which is from the root word tipon. Magtitipon. Exactly. Gather together. Yeah, it means to, yeah, gather together. Yeah. Yeah, society that gathers together, yeah. and its official revolutionary name. You yeah. ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I can barely say it. Samahang. Katasatatasan. <laughs> ka-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-
like the righteous kataas taas is like revered right give give me give me that the the, the literal i don't know okay well it basically means the supreme and most honorable yeah, society honorable, that was what i was going to say of the children, children of, of the, the nation, nation. Uh, the association blah, blah, of blah. the blah 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 exactly yeah yeah revolution revolution exactamon <laughs> yes so the mastermind mm. behind this the founder of it andres Bonifacio. Bonifacio. Yes, Andres Bonifacio. Yeah. He was the uh, the supreme leader. Well, don't say it like that. I know it sounds bad, but he, that he, is what they call in the American <laughs> KKK. No, that's the, the, supre- gra- the Grand Wizard. No, is it like supreme leader as well? Mm, I think the Grand Fairy, wasn't it? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gone. Yes, Mister Bonifacio. Yeah, he he was a creator mm. of the Katipunan. Yeah. I'm going to refer to it as a Katipuna, mm. not the KKK. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the organization was inspired by Jose Rizal. Yes. The hero of the Philippines. The national hero of the Philippines. National hero of the Philippines, who was a leader of the La Liga. Filipina. Mm. You know La Liga is what they call the football, the football team in Spain. In Spain yeah. <laughs> so Rizal was, Rizal. Uh, he was a top scorer yeah. in the Spanish yeah. La Liga. Yeah. <laughs> now, he, he, there he, must be a player in the, the La Liga called yeah. Jose Rizal. You there reckon? must be. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a hero. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, the La Liga Filipino. And... But La Liga Filipina was a progressive organization mm. that sought peaceful reform. Yeah, they were all like intellectuals, mm. writers, painters. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Rizal, we covered Rizal. We did. In another episode we previously. Did. Yeah. And there's so much been said and talked about mm. him. National hero, unfortunately, came to a grisly end at the hands of the Spanish yep. scummers. I call them scummers. It's a very British way of saying <laughs> it. Bloody scummers. Yeah. He was, uh, unfortunately, he was deported to Dapitan. Yeah. And ended up firing squad. Yes. Unfortunately. At where? Do you remember? In uh, Manila. Mm, Bagumbayan. Bagumbayan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting quite good at this old Philippine stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know my history about this place. Good. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, Rizal was all about peace. Yes. Okay. Uh, but Bonifacio was all about blood and guts. Mm. Okay. And uh, had he had a very different idea. He wanted change and revolution, but he wanted it by violence. Okay. I mean, in fairness to him, it's because he wasn't really educated. Mm. I think he thought it w- that was his way of contributing to the revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he formed the KKK. Mm. <laughs> How do you say it? The Katipunan. I find it so difficult to say that. I used to live on Katipunan Avenue in Manila. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. Big street. 
Nice. Yeah. Big success. <laughs> <laughs> Big success. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Bonifacio mm-hmm. formed uh, 1892, formed the KKK, and uh, they made a slow start. Mm. But then they started attracting people from lower and middle classes across the country. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people started getting involved. And it was super secretive. Super secretive. Because if the Spanish had Got wind anything of it, yeah. about this, everyone was done for. Yeah. Yeah, which we'll find out later. Mm. About maybe they won the old KKK. Who knows? We'll find out later. But uh, <laughs> within a matter of a year, the KKK had expanded. I thought you were going to call it Katipunan. The Katipunan had expanded to bet- anywhere between 15,000 members oh. and 400,000 members. Wow. It depends on who you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where, um, where, where were they? Like, Where was their headquarters? Do you know? Manila. They were up that end. Yeah. In uh, Luzon. Yeah, I, I d- didn't see anything. They Any they were basically had they had bases all over. Yeah, they're nationwide. Yeah, but not in Cebu. Oh yeah. Yeah, Cebu wasn't down with them. Oh no. Where you're from? <laughs> yeah, they just weren't interested in the le- revolution. Revolution. Exactly. Because you know why? Thought, yeah. Yeah. Because Cebu was like the first city. That the Spaniards arrived in, so it's mm. very Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Ah. We have the oldest street in the Philippines. You took you took me there. No, I didn't because it's scary. Oh, that area. So it's old because it's scary and run down. <laughs> no, it's old and it's it's the oldest street, but it's kind of it's in downtown Cebu. And I didn't take you downtown. Downtown. Right. Keep going. Okay. So, um, yeah. Shortly after forming the Katiputan. Really? Was that you trying? Katiputan. Katipunan. I think I've written... I've, <laughs> You've written I've different... I've it about 300 <laughs> different ways here. So, just... You know what I'm talking about uh, when uh, I say uh, it. That's Katipunan. Prob- probably the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, shortly after forming the uh, the Katiputan. Katipunan. Exactly. Uh. Uh, Bonifacio travelled to see Jose Rizal. Uh, in before, the Pitan. Yeah. Yeah. Before he got the, uh, the bullet. Yeah. Mm, to gain his support. Because Rizal's support was very important. Important. Yeah. You know about this? Yeah. Obviously, you know a lot about this. Yeah, but you? I don't know the details. Uh, yeah, so yeah, please yeah. tell me. Yeah. But uh, Rizal refused yeah. to endorse them and join their group. Yeah. Because he wanted peaceful yeah. revolution. Yeah. And uh, he, he believed the timing wasn't on their side and the nation was uh, too unprepared. For revolution, it wasn't the right time. Yeah. And uh, but in spite of uh, Rizal's reservations, Bonnie Boy. Mm. Call him Andres. Andres. That's his first name. And uh, Andy Boy. Andy. Andy. Yeah. We'll call him Andy. Andy plowed on and said, uh, "Fuck you," <laughs> to his mate Rizal, <laughs> and the Kapiputan. Uh, Katipunan. Started to gain momentum. Okay? 
they were plowing on. Yeah. Yeah. Rizal, he said, bye, Rizal. Yeah. Although a lot of members and like higher ups in the KKK, when when uh, Andy came back from his visit with Rizal and said, they and said, uh, I, we didn't really get his support. A lot of members were like, mm, not sure about this. Uh, we trust him way more than you. Yeah. But Bonifacio, Andy. Bonifacio. Yeah, and Andy, he said, just, 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 just <laughs> trust me. Trust me. We got we got this. Don't worry. We yeah. got it. Mm, it's in mm, the bag. Mm, mm. Revolution is happening. <laughs> with or without you. With or without. He started singing. <laughs> the origin of Filipino two. karaoke. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Before there was electricity. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to let me tell you about how members were mm. recruited. Okay. Mm. It was a pretty complex. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you could hear that, folks, but that was Tuna, our dog, plowing down the stairs. <sighs> Pushing the statue down. Pushing everything on the stairs. Are you okay, bud? He just walks on like nothing happened. Oh, my God. I'm going to start a revolution against you. Got anything to say? (laughs) He's so mad at you. Anything to say? He licked the mic. (laughs) He licked the bloody mic. Right, are you... He's limping. He's always limping. Oh, you bloody fool. We love him, but he is a he is a blockhead, isn't he? Yes. He's fine, folks. Don't worry about him. So, the the way members were recruited. Yeah. Pretty complex. Mm. System. Tap on the shoulder. Shoulder. Psst, psst. <laughs> they did a 3K si- a sim- <laughs> a symbol. <laughs> 3K man. West side. <laughs> West side. <laughs> the members agreed to recruit people using the triangle system. The pyramid system. You could say it was a pyramid <laughs> system. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. So, not too complex. Basically, one person had to recruit two members. One at the top. Two below. They formed... A pyramid yeah. or a triangle. Yeah, so it, was a, like, it was a pyramid. They <laughs> didn't like scream, to use the word scheme. pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, and then each new member would do the same thing. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 quixote. And then, boom, they had a billion members just like that. And each member had to pay one real uh. each month. Oh, uh, okay. Fees. Uh. Too much. I don't know. Uh, that's about 25 centavos. At that time? Yes. Well, that's, I guess, I guess it's a little bit expensive at that time. How, how much is that in dollars, do you reckon? I don't know, but I remember my mom telling me that when she was young, so in the 1960s, mm-hmm. she would get five centavos uh. to buy stuff like you could buy oh, wow. like banana cue you know the bananas on stick get some candy so 25 centavos a month is pretty expensive yeah. but they, they had to obviously you know they needed the funds for yeah. 
weapons, weapons and stuff. I have a question. Yes. I don't know if you know the answer to this or not. Go for it. Were women allowed? Uh huh. Not initially. Oh, okay. Yeah, not initially, but they started to allow some、uh, relatives of members, women relatives, you know, wives and what have you, to come in, but but under very limited capacity. capacity. Like they can make tea、oh. and biscuits、mm. and entertain the <laughs> gentlemen. All right. Not not in. Illicit ways, Tuna. <laughs> As our dog licks my arm. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing, you cute little boy? He limps off. Okay. No, but they, uh, yeah, they, they were there, but not usually. They didn't, didn't really have. They much, were basically like assistants. Yeah. They help with secretaries.、Meetings. Yeah, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, and、uh, the KKK. They they had like initiations for、mm. members, that which was kind of loosely based on the Freemasons. They kind、mm. of stole it from there. How did、And、they know about the Freemasons? Weren't they were secret? Yeah.、Uh. Someone obviously was a member and said we should do their do thing. Double member.、Just、do what they think. <laughs> double member.、Uh. Okay.、Mm, triple member. Were there Freemasons there? Well, in the Philippines, so because I read, I, re I read that. Oh, there was there was a rumor that Jose Rizal was a Freemason. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he did go to America, didn't he? I guess. So、oh. maybe he was diddling about with the Freemasons.、Mm. There was a rumor.、Back. Don't know if it's true, but okay, keep going.、Oh, interesting. Yeah. So、uh, yeah, there there were there were three ranks、mm. in. The KKK. Yeah. Okay. Three wanks.、Uh, three wanks. <laughs> Wishful thinking.、Uh, three wanks and ranks. There was、uh, the Grand Wizard, Hillbilly, and Billy Boy. <laughs> They were the KKK ranks、oh, in、no. America. But the three ranks of the Philippine KKK were the Katipon, which was the like the lowest down member.、Mm. Like, yeah, like、uh, just like henchmen. Yeah, and they all had they all had、uh, uniforms. I know. Yeah, the the Katipon lowest down member had to wear a black hood, received either a revolver or a bolo knife. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Yeah. The Kawal. Kawal, yeah. The Kawal, second degree member. Second degree. Black belt member, he wore a green ribboned medallion、mm. with a with a K inscri inscription. He got a medal, yeah, gold medal. How did they keep that a secret if they were wearing those stuff? I know. <laughs> I don't think they were very good. Well, we'll find out how good they were at keeping all of this secret. Yeah. And the top bananas. Yeah. The top ranking bananas. The Bayani, which means, I don't know, hero. Does it?、Mm. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the heroes, yeah, the Bayani,、yeah. they、uh, they well, they had a red hood and a sash. They had a sash. Sash. They had a like sash. Like a beauty queen. Like a beauty queen. Yeah, 
saying, you know, I am a top, top champion with, uh, yeah, green borders. It was very pretty. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, new members, mm. new members had to test their courage, patriotism, pa- patriotism, patriotism, exactly, and loyalty. And if you didn't do this correctly, you got a paddle in. How, That's a paddle in. How did they prove it? Ah, I'll tell you. Okay. The new it, member. It sounds so much like fraternities now in the right? Philippines. I know. Hazing. Exactly. It, it was basically hazing. Yeah. yeah. Which is a big problem in the Philippines, by the way. People have died. Well, people hazing. died here. Yeah. Doing this. Mm. They want it. Yeah. So I'm kind of. Mm, suspect against the whole 400,000 members. members. You know, anywhere between 15,000 to 400,000. That's a big If they're doing these range. initiations, I mean, the time factor alone, they can't do it, can they? 400,000. So a new member, right, he would uh, he'd be led into a dark room yeah, with a blindfold. Yeah. A blindfold first. Yeah, and, and then, then he'd take it room. off. And he'd be in a pitch black room. And a uh, ominous, ominous voice. It's very Simpsons, isn't it? <laughs> you got to admit, you're thinking of the Simpsons. An <laughs> ominous voice would say. Yeah. What would they say? Uh, are you going to do it? There, there's, a, there's a speech that they'd say, <laughs> but I'm going to butcher it, so go for it. Kung may lakas at tapang, ikay makatutuloy. If you have strength and valor, you can proceed. Kung ang pag-uusisa ang nagdala sa iyo dito'y umurong ka. If what has brought you here is only curiosity, go away. Kung di ka marunong pumigil ng iyong masasamang hilig, umurong ka. Kailanman ang pintuan ng may kapangyarihan at kagalang kagalang-galang katipunan ng mga anak ng bayan ay hindi bubuksan ng dahil sa'yo. If you cannot control your vices, retire! Which sounds nice. <laughs> Never shall the doors of the supreme and venerable society of the sons of the people be open to you. Okay. Ominous. Right? It's, it's just saying like, just piss off if you're not serious about this. Are you serious? Yeah. If not, well, if they're not serious, <laughs> and the person was like, yeah, I'm going to go away now. <laughs> bye. They're very camp. Bye-bye. <laughs> Do you think they'd just let them go? No, they'd cut their tongue off or something. I don't know or if they're that extreme. <laughs> Shoot them in the toe, I think. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty harsh, isn't it? And inside the candlelit room... Oh, there's a candle now. Oh, there's a candle now. (laughs) They'd be put to a table (laughs) adorned with a skull and a bolo knife. There, they would condemn the abuses of the Spanish government and vow to fight colonial oppression. Okay? Are you ready for your next... uh, Oh, there's another one. Okay, okay. This is what they had to say. Okay, number one. Ano ang kalagayan nitong katagalugan ng... Unang panahon. In what condition did the Spaniards find the Tagalog land when they came? And they were expected to say... Oh, I wonder if they got cheat sheets. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, from former members. 
Uh, not former, but like members now. Like, no, I mean, I'm sure because they were expected to say like quite yeah. specific stuff. Like uh, they were expected to say dates and yeah. name names. <laughs> yeah, when, when the Spaniards came to the Philippine shores on March 16th, 1521, the Filipinos were already in a civilized state. They had freedom of government. By this time, they were actually just looking at the phone, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, notes on their phone. They had freedom of government. They had artillery. They had silk, silk dresses. <laughs> From <laughs> they, China. Yeah. They had carry on, carried on commerce with Asia. They had their own religion and their own alphabet. In short, they had liberty and independence. It's quite quite a lot to say, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Well, how would you say that in Tagalog? No, unang pumuntang. What do they call Spaniards? Scum. Scum. Scummers. <laughs> we established that scummers. And the next question is: Ano ang kalagayan sa ngayon? In what condition do they find themselves now? And uh, the an- the answer they were expected to say: mm. the friars have not really con uh, con civilized <laughs> the Filipinos since enlightenment was contrary to their interests. The Filipinos called Tagalogs. Tagalogs. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, they weren't called Filipinos. They referred to themselves as, as Tagalogs. Tagalogs. You know that? Mm. Yeah. Uh, by the Katipunan, were merely superficially taught formulas of catechism. Uh, That's an English word. Catechism. Catechism. Mm. Sounds very cute. (laughs) Catechism. (laughs) Sounds quite uh, Japanese. (laughs) For which they paid numerous costly fiestas for the benefit of the friars. Is he pushing the statue? Tuna is uh, like doing work in the hallway. I know. Reconstruction work. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, number three of the questions. Uh, no, just something about the what the Katipunans called themselves Tagalogs. Yeah. Okay. I think because like before the Spanish, the Spaniards came to the Philippines in 1521, everyone had their own thing. It was like they were all different countries. Yeah, clans and stuff. Yeah, so that's why maybe like, and I bet most of them are from Luzon, Mm. which is Tagalog area. But they're trying to uh, unite the country, aren't Mm. they? That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number three. Number three. Give us number three. Ano ang magiging kalagayan sa darating na panahon? What hopes do they have for the future? And they're expected to say... With faith, valor, and perseverance, these evils will be remedied. Ah, and yeah, all all of the people were referred to as Tagalogs, as I just said. And the Philippines was to be referred to as Katagalugan, which is quite the mouthful. Katagalugan. Katagalugan. Tuna, can you say it? Katagalugan? Katagalugan. Good job. All right. Yeah, and th- there were more, more, more rituals that they had. They're to very. Do. I didn't know that. Like very. Yeah. Con- they're just concentrated on their own thing. Yeah. Because if it's like Kata- katagalugan, it means off the Tagalogs. Yeah. So it's like, what about the Bisayas? I'm Bisaya. Yeah. What about us? Oh uh, well, maybe that's why Cebu wanted none of it. Maybe, yeah, because maybe. they were so like, we don't want to be called Tagalogs because we're not Tagalog. Yeah. 
there's always been a thing between Visaya, Visaya and Tagalogs because mm. for the longest time they would the Tagalogs would think like what's what's Cebu like? Do you guys have electricity? That kind of thing. The they really looked look at like other places other than Manila as super provincial. Yeah, yeah, that's always uh, a thing. Yeah, I think this was. Yeah, mainly around Luzon mm. and all that sort of thing. Yeah, so they yeah. all thought the rest of the country was just carabaos and tall grasses. Mm. Mm. Don't worry, they'll get their comeuppance. I <laughs> do love a good comeuppance. <laughs> oh, you do love it, yeah. <laughs> so do I. That will come, don't you worry. Yeah, so the, the, to get into it, into the society, was quite ridiculous it was a it was a load of nonsense wasn't it it was just like a a fraternity yeah yeah and they had to do other stuff as well loads of other stuff like uh they're shooting someone uh slapping someone's balls with a towel yeah 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 and uh the blood vow ah obviously the blood vow uh, yeah you know cut your hand shake shake drip a bit on a bit on a contract mm. yeah it's just stolen from other well, societies. Well, they, they did it. They had the blood compact when the Spaniards came ah. with the Raja. Yeah. Raja Humabon. Oh. Uh, yeah. Who's that? He was the leader of Cebu at that time. Ah. Yeah. Uh. When the Spaniards came. There's like a famous story about the blood compact about that. But oh, yeah. okay. Mm. Yeah. And when they when they did the blood compact, they had to uh, basically sign a contract, mm. new members, yeah. and uh, they had they had to agree to the f- to the following objectives. Uh. Okay, the uh, number one, the political goal was to completely separate the Philippines from Spain and declare the country's independence. Obvious. Number Most two. obvious. Most obvious. Yep. Number two. Mm. You uh, may not eat chocolate. No. That's pretty harsh. Pretty harsh. <laughs> Number three. The moral goal was to teach the Filipinos good manners, cleanliness, hygiene, fine morals, different to good manners, <laughs> and how to guard themselves against religious fanaticism. Were the uh. Filipinos dirty? No comment. <laughs> no, I mean, no, of course why not. is that a thing? Why was that a thing? Well, uh, good old Andy, yeah, Bonifacio, yeah, was basically telling the Philippines, "Clean yourself up, oh. you bloody filthy! Oh. You're a mess, man. Yeah, and some hygiene. Of mm. Clean it up. I've invented deodorant. Clean it up. <laughs> Take a shower." Uh. And the final thing that they had to agree to was the civic goal was to encourage Filipinos to help themselves and to defend the the poor oppressed. Okay. Yeah. Basically, their goal is just to get rid of those Spaniards. Yeah, and to have a nice country. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Didn't work. Uh, And, yeah. And so the, the... Katipunan, mm. the KKK, mm. they they basically had a functioning government. Mm. It was all secret, of course, at this time. Yeah. We're still in the first year. Yeah. 
early in the first year. Mm. Okay, and they had a functioning government, and uh, they had like a the obviously Andy Boy was the top dog. Yeah, but but then they had a Supremo. Oh, and they and they had like you know secretary treasurer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Boy. Yeah. Bonifacio. His official title was controller. Ooh. Yeah. The fat controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Very well organized. Who are yeah. the leaders? Do you have the leaders' names? I do. Yeah, the Supremo. Yeah. Was uh, Diodato Arellano. Arellano. Uh. Diodato yeah. Arellano. Then number two, his title was Fiscal. Fiscal, so money. No, because there was a treasurer as well. What's Fiscal then? Well, that was his title. Yeah. And his name was Ladislao. Yeah, you're loving it. <laughs> you're loving my pronunciation here. Ladislao Diwa. Okay. Yeah. Then there was a secretary, Theodora Plata. Theodora? Theodora. Uh, Theodora. Theodora? T-E-O. Yeah, T-O. It's a woman? No. But No women have It should I... be Theodoro. There's no Theodora. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. Identified as a woman. <laughs> uh, the treasurer, Valentin Diaz. Mm-hmm. You can say Diaz, yeah. yeah. And of course, Bonifacio, the controller. Controller. The fat controller. All very organized, full on, mm. government style. Mm. Yes, it was going very well at that time. Speaking of time, we're doing all right. I have to say, this is going to be a part, uh, two-parter. Yeah. Well, of course, Bonif- KK, the KKK is a big topic. Yeah, and I'm going to fit yeah. it into two sweet and tight <laughs> episodes. Okay. Because we're, we're, we're still in the first first couple of months here <laughs> of, their, <laughs> of their secret reign. Yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, so, moving on. Yes. Uh, 1896. Mm. The, this was a big thing. The KKK released their first... And last newsletter, newspaper. Oh, or newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> was, I don't think it was very big. Yeah, yeah. They uh they distributed around two thousand copies of the. It was called the Kalayan. Kalaya, Kalaya, Kalayan. Exactly. Where? Kalayan, yeah. Yeah, Kalayan. Kalayan. <laughs> It was distributed. Do you know what it means? What does it mean? Kalayaan. I don't know. What do you think? It means uh, uh, <laughs> the telegraph. <laughs> no. It means freedom. Oh, nice. Hmm. That's rather nice. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So the freedom Yeah. was they made about 2,000 copies and it was distributed in super, super top secret. Yeah. To selected places. Uh. I'm not sure how they were getting this under the nose of the Spaniards. Well, I gotta say, around that time, I think the Spaniards was kind of just phoning it in now. Yeah, they weren't too. They weren't. Yeah, too they were. They were. They've. They've become so lax because they've been there 300 bloody years. Exactly. They weren't. They weren't expecting anything. Yeah. But they kind of. There was rumors of 
all is going on. But also, you know, I think they were keeping an eye more on Jose Rizal at that time. Yeah. That was prime Rizal time. Prime Rizal time. <laughs> PRT. Yeah. TV <laughs> Patrol. <laughs> That's the, uh, the Philippine <laughs> news <laughs> program that we watch on YouTube. <laughs> TV Patrol <laughs> Result Time <laughs> Prime Result Time You said it <laughs> Oh no Yeah And in, in fact the, the 2000 copies were Distributed by some of the top members And Bonifacio himself Mm-mm. You know they would just give them out yeah. And the, the Spaniards kind of uh, they there was there was rumors of a publication going around, yeah, but they couldn't get their hands on it. Ooh, yeah. and this publication, uh, it took it was so hard to make because they had one printing press. Wow, that they bought, yeah, and it took them took them weeks to do like a couple of pages. So they were working day and night to do the these prints yeah and it was uh, it just contained uh writings by some of the top people Mm-mm. bonifacio of course himself and other head honchos yeah and they, it's like uh yeah the what, what do you call that the federalist papers yeah by hamilton do you have to go back to hamilton? <laughs> every episode <laughs> No interest <laughs> in that silly show. Uh, gone. You love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, they did the best. And they they did plan on doing a, a second issue. Yeah, but... But things happened, <laughs> which I'll get to in part two. Of oh! This. Okay. Uh, I think I'll leave you with a little tidbit. Uh-huh. I'll leave you with two more tidbits actually. Okay. Actually, the uh to do with the uh the newsletter that was published. Yeah. The Katipunan, mm. the KKK, they changed the language that of that was currently used. You mean they Spanish? Changed, they changed the bloody language. Yeah. They ch- they changed it to I've got the I've got what to change it to. You're it not going to believe this, right? It yeah. was pretty. It was pretty straightforward. Uh huh. It was before before they got their uh, dirty little fingers <laughs> on that printing press. Yeah. The language was just simple, like A to Z. It was pretty with a. I little think I know what language the alphabet yeah. that they changed it to. So they went from like A B C D dun dun dun. Yeah. To. Abacada e gahai. Lamananang o para sa tau waya. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We learned that in school. Nailed it. Yeah. Or as I've got written down here, Z B K D Q H G F N L K J V L L. There's an L L. Oh, because you have like you know Areliano, Lialia. That's an L Lalia. It looks like they got they got the letters of the alphabet and just <laughs> threw them up in the air. Oh, That's I like, don't I don't know that one. That'll do. I don't know that one. No. No. Where's the A? There is no A. Why? Where it, Where are the vowels? It starts with Z Z. Oh, did they? You mean like they did a code? No. 
this is the language. They changed it. Eh? Yeah. It's like they they made it into a code. Well, A becomes Z. Yeah. C becomes Q. Oh. Mm. No, that that language I just said is like original, original, like before the Spanish came. I think. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. I think I I got I got this a little bit confused. Mm. And they this this is more of a a code mm. that they use. I think that's a code. That's me tapping my computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more of a code. Ah. Yeah. So they changed like the un like the see the letters F J V X and Z are not needed and unused, so they switched it. Bloody hell. Ah, uh, that's a code. They made a code. Ah, so if the Spaniards got their filthy yeah, hands, they wouldn't be able to read it. Nah. Mm. See what is this gobbledygook? <laughs> ah. <laughs> These stupid indios. No wonder that printing press cost so, so much. <laughs> they had so to long. modify it. Yeah, didn't make any sense, did it? Uh, okay, uh, understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to leave you with this little bit of info. Yes. Part one. Okay. Uh-huh. So, the uh, the KKK, they're, they're now, we're still in, uh, we're in May of 1896. So, okay. four years after they've found... Yes. Yeah. So a lot, you know, a lot has happened in a short time. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And they were gearing up for. Re- re- revolution. Revolution. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Revolution. Revolution. But they lacked the goods, mm, the weapons. Yeah. Is what I'm talking about. Because, you know, Rizal did say, we're not ready. Yeah. The con- we're not ready to fight. He knew. Yeah. But, uh, of course. Bonifacio said, we're going for it. We're plowing. We're plowing on. I got some uh, some pea shooters <laughs> and uh, some polo Some mints. yo-yos. Some yo-yos. Bolo, polo, polo mints. Yeah. And uh, so uh, a delegation of, of top Katipuna members. Yeah. Uh, headed by Jacinto. Jacinto. Jacinto, him as well. Jacinto, last name? It's just that. He's like Madonna. Emilio Jacinto. Probably him. <laughs> yeah. I just got I Jacinto. think that's the, Emilio Jacinto is yeah. the the young general. Ah. Or young, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. Okay. So, Jacinto and Bonifacio. Uh, I love how you say Bonifacio. We say Bonifacio. I like the way I say it. It's more flair. Bonifacio. <laughs> Bonifacio. It sounds like uh, he's an Italian footballer. <laughs> Bonifacio. They conferred with a visiting Japanese naval officer. Oh, Japanese. Philipp- crossover. <laughs> Japan, Philippines. Where you're from. <laughs> yeah. And a captain of a Japanese ship named Congo. The ship was Congo. Yeah, <laughs> not the not the captain. There was there was some Japanese a uh, Japanese ship and navy officers and that in uh, parked in Manila. Why? Because uh, Japan had good relations. Then mm. they trading. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, but the Japanese were quite on the side of the of the Philippine Revolution. Yeah, because they wanted to take over. Not at the time. Maybe a little. <laughs> Maybe a little. <laughs> but they were more on, more on the side of the Philippines than 
the Spanish. Okay. Anyway, this doesn't matter too much to my story. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, the the uh, Bonifacio and uh, Jacinto, mm. they spoke with a naval officer uh, about uh, could they could they have an audience with the emperor of Japan? Wow. Because... That's aiming high. Uh, uh, but uh, he said no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, but I'll give him a letter. Ah. Uh. Just write me a letter. <laughs> so uh, they they uh, they wrote a letter, yeah. and they said uh, the Filipinos prayed for Japanese aid in the revolution, so that the light of liberty that illuminates Japan may also shed its rays over the Philippines. Mm. Basically, what they were saying was, uh, "Give us weapons." Yeah. Give us weapons, mate. Weapons, please. Weapons, please. And Japan said, said, good sucking up. <laughs> we enjoyed it very much. <laughs> uh, here's our price list. Oh. And uh, Bonifacio said, we're broke. So we'll take a couple of guns. So that's why we asked and not to, s- not to buy, but we asked. <laughs> yes. Donations, please. Yes. No funds. No bloody money. Okay, so we spent all our money on, damn on a printing. Exactly, press. yeah. So and all the paper and ink. I bet. It, I bet it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap. They spent <laughs> seriously. They spent yeah. a lot of money on this. Yeah. So they didn't have money for weapons, and Japan was like, "We're not going to give it you for free. Uh, we need it ourselves. Uh, We've got a lot of uh, pillaging to do ourselves, uh, as we know. Yeah. They're not the good guys. No. No. Unfortunately, <laughs> two uh, two of your sides, the Chinese and the Japanese, not so good historically. Neither's my side, to be fair. <laughs> Although we did end slavery. Oh my gosh! So Every I'm, I'm, episode. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to go there. Yeah. So I will cover <laughs> yeah. Britain's role uh-huh. in slavery. I'm sure you will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a ten-parter. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it there for this week. Okay, we're uh, we're at the we're at the point of revolution. Revolution. Yeah, they're ready for battle. No, they're not. Well, in their mind. Okay. They're ready. They're they're like mentally prepared, but they lack much in the way of equipment. I have a question. Do you have that specific event in your story mm-hmm. of what they did? To to kickstart the revolution, Indeed the revolution. Indeed, do I you do. know what I'm talking about? The cry, but also what they did. I know what they did. Yeah. Okay. That's what I remember. And I will talk about that next next time. Ooh, exciting! And you will find out exactly what happened. Did the Philippines win? Was it revolution? Revolution. It's a good job we haven't got video, hey? You just gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> but people people listening may not know. Or no. you may know. But I'm going to add in lots of interesting yeah. tidbits and details. And you can give us your Filipino Itchy. perspective. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> or what you learn at home. <laughs> ah. Okay? Yeah. Good? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. All right, all right, all right. Revolution. 
Revolution. Yeah. There's been a lot of revolution in the Philippines. In high school, in high school, what well, what my high school did was we did um, revolution. Yeah, we had a revolution. But no guns. We had uh, we learned all about Philippine history when we were second year high school. Ah. Yeah, and yeah, the Katipunan is like big. Yeah. Yeah, it's massive. It's yeah. yeah. It's one of the biggest historical events of the Philippines. Yeah, and you keep learning about it, so yeah. that's why it's like instilled in our brains. Uh, yeah, that's, that's why I, I had to. Andres Bonifacio is on. He used to be on the ten peso bill, I think. Yeah. I don't know if he's on the ten peso coin, because oh. we don't have bill. We don't have ten peso bills anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and if you want to find out more about Jose Rizal, mm. who kept on coming up in this part, yeah, he's in a previous. You episode. know why? Why what? it's Prime Rizal time? Good lord! <laughs> I'm gonna post something about that. You're gonna get a tattoo of that. <laughs> Prime Rizal time. Prime Rizal time. You need a like a message alert that says that. Mm. Prime Rizal time. All right. Episode five is Jose Rizal. Wow, way back. Yeah. Yeah. Did him quite early. Yeah. You can hear our even more amateur attempts at making a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Episode five. Yeah. That seems a lifetime ago. I know. Prime Rizal time. Mm. Episode five. I'm going to rename it Prime, Prime Rizal, Rizal time. time. <laughs> yeah. National hero. All right. Okay. Uh, Instagram followers, you've said the address. And the address. What are you, old? Yeah. <laughs> you know the Instagram address? <laughs> yeah. Do you know the Twitter port? <laughs> Follow followers on Instagram. And of course, keep listening. And next episode will be a break from the Philippine Revolution. Revolution. To Hitomi's topic, which you're looking forward to. Mastery. It's going to be a mastery. Yeah. Do love a good mastery. Yeah. yeah. Murder mystery. Next week. Mastery. Love it. Okay. Shall we cut it? Yeah. Let's cut it. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye. See you next time. Thank you, followers. Spread the word. Bye. Tell a friend.